Can we both start at the same time? Start recording at the same time? You got it. Okay. You ready to go? Yep. One. It's going to be a one, two, three, go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, go. Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark is our jam. We're talking about Terry D and Superman. We'll cover it all. At least we'll do what we can. And now it's time for the show. What a show. Oh, good. So you remember. Can I just say that when I heard that theme song, it was like PTSD all over again. <laughs> like it brought me back and I found myself humming to the point that Blake had looked over at me and he like, as if I was a fan of the show. And I'm like, no. <laughs> when you were watching the episode, you're like, oh, I know yes. this. Oh, this the is, song I'm, came on jam. and I was like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Well, welcome back to Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex, and that voice from the past you just heard is Carolina Martinez, our season one editor. How are you, Carolina? Um, you know, surviving. I'm doing okay. Oh, but hi, everybody. Right down to reality. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, okay. Let's welcome do it back over. to Let's Metropolis. Okay. Go back, go back, go back, go back. Okay, cool. I'm going to do what you do and pretend like I'm going to take it out and then just leave this in so you look like an asshole. <gasps> The audacity. The, the audacity. You called me out first minute oh, into we got the in. podcast. Yes. Been waiting seasons for that. How you doing, Carolina? I'm doing great. I had a chance to re-listen the other day to some of the podcasts that I lent my wonderful voice to. And mm -hmm. if you could just delete those, it would be an absolute treasure. Um it's weird to hear myself as like, how old was I, like 25? Yeah, we were 20, 25, yeah. It was weird to hear myself as a fucking film student. How much can I curse? Oh, you're good. Okay. It was weird to hear myself as a straight out of film school. <laughs> yes. You, <laughs> this yes, is you, bad. You were 20 minutes in in one of the episodes um, compared Lois and Clark to Kurosawa. And I'm like, oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, clearly, <laughs> I, had, I had been in... Japanese cinema that semester and just we recently, just we just watched the shows or yes. the movies so so it was weird seeing myself listening to myself as a 25 year old just shitting all over Lois uh-huh well season and one season one Lois deserved it she thank you thank you <laughs> yeah I feel a little better now um especially after watching this episode where Hello, hard eyes. Yeah, the, this, I mean, this is the era of, I keep saying it like in all these episodes, but this is the era of the show that I love the most. Like there's like an eight episode run here or so that is just mm -hmm. perfection. Um, but it's because you randomly started listening to that. Like when I started up with this season, I was like filling out the calendar and I'm like, oh, it'd be fun to have Carolina back. No, she'd never, like, why would she ever <laughs> want to do that again? And then you said it and I'm like, I, I thought you'd she? rather kill yourself, but would you want to do this? And you were down for it. So, so glad you're back. Yeah, see, the thing that's different is that there's a whole ass pandemic happening right now. <laughs> and I'm not <laughs> leaving my part. house. I've watched just about every damn near thing on IMDb TV, Hulu, Netflix, HBO, like Amazon yeah. Prime. I am... Didn't know IMDb TV was a thing until you said that Lois and Clark was on it. That's where I got all my Degrassi episodes. Okay. 
Oh, I'm glad. This has been a nice pandemic for you. Good. Yeah, it's really reintroduced me to a lot of shows that I loved as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and Degrassi is one of them. And cool. I, I got up to like the season that they left off on maybe two years ago. And I just like really invested myself in this show to the point that there's like this musician girl and she makes all these songs and it's obviously like shitty like teen drama songs Made for an episode exactly yeah but there's this one song and i was like well i could play this i could sing this so i literally went on ultimate guitar tabs or whatever it's called and found the tabs (laughs) and i recorded it and i was like that's never seen the light of day and I'm glad that I did this just to know that I should never do it again. Just for myself. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm, I'm right there with you, though. Like, the Paramount Plus thing just got SpongeBob on it. And I'm like, I'll watch some SpongeBob in the background when I'm getting ready. I've watched way too much Sabrina this past year. Ooh, like the original? The Teenage Witch, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was definitely down to do this with quarantine. It's just been, you know, it's hard to find things to do that yeah, aren't so, outside of the house. Eventually you get desperate enough to, to go watch on my Lois podcast. And Clark. Um, so can I confirm that in the past, what, four, five years, you have not watched a, five years, you have not watched a single episode of Lois and Clark? You can absolutely confirm that because okay. it has never even crossed my mind <laughs> to watch Lois and Clark. Not even in my darkest days where I rewatch blackish for the fifth time do i consider hey what about lois and clark so no shitty like dean kane headline has popped onto your feed and you've been like hey remember when he was cute i don't know sometimes i follow this uh this facebook called lois and clark the new adventures of superman podcast sound like assholes they're big assholes. They're yeah. constantly like posting stuff. And I'm like, please, guys, enough with the Lois and Clark. It's bad enough that constantly posting sounded like a compliment to me. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't watch, like, like I just want to like kind of catch up to where, because there was a time when you were forced to watch all my superhero shit. And mm-hmm. like, we liked The Flash to get, we liked a season of The Flash. We liked Ubarthon. Ubarthon. <laughs> Like, where are you, like, you don't watch any of the CW shit. No. You're not super into the Marvel stuff. Like, Avengers wasn't for you. I think it was just, like, a hard stop. Okay. So the the Snyder Cut isn't just, like, breathing down your neck. I'd rather watch D-Kane. D-Kane. D-Kane and (laughs) T-Hatch. That's what all the cool kids are calling them. Yeah. (laughs) I'd rather watch D-Kane and Terry Hatcher. Well, speaking of, we are talking about one of my faves. Again, it's a great stretch of episodes. Chip Off the Old Clark, uh, first aired November 19th, 1995, written by Michael Jammin and Sivert Glurum, who we've, we've <laughs> had episodes. Can try that again? No. <laughs> uh, Sivert Glurum. Sivert Glurum. Yeah, who did, like, he did a lot of... Um, just shoot me and he was the co-executive producer of 52 episodes of king in the hill if you watch that piece of shit <gasps> i have okay let's get into this because okay. mm-hmm. well real quick mm-hmm. this was directed by michael watkins who directed a bunch of lois and clark's including the last episode we talked about illusions of grandeur 
<gasps> Pen and Teller. Pen Teller. Oh, it's so, just Pen. That's right. It was I just I know, but it's so him. worth. It's so worth saying Penn and Teller. He was actually just a lamppost hanging out in the background, but he got his he got his credit. Yeah, he was one of the parking meters that Clark pushed over. You know, he's no speaking really good. roles for him. Yeah, yeah, he's really skinny back then. Anyway, we jump back in here, and like, I was happy at the start of this episode knowing that this was the one you were gonna get. Where like right away, close up of the ring. I'm like, okay, cool. Caroline is gonna be caught up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I had like you had told me that they were already engaged, and the I tried to come into it without knowing really anything Mm -hmm. and i read the first line which was a newly engaged lois and i'm like well i knew that already right and i'm here for it because a woman in love really suits her she's got a new haircut (laughs) she looks great even suits uh clark Clark (laughs) (laughs) it even suits clark because he's got this like Three sizes, two big button-up shirt, That's but they're just, like, boy. casually cooking. It's, yep. And she's so, like, in the way that she speaks, was so dream. She's like, I don't know. What about this? Would you believe that when he proposed to her the first time, she How said, she said, who's asking, Clark or Superman? Did she take her glasses off, too? She took his glasses off. <gasps> And that was the end of season two. And then there were like eight episodes where we weren't talking about it, but we were always kind of talking about it. And then in the last episode, she proposed to him. She proposed to him? Mm-hmm. Ballsy. Yep. Ballsy. Yep. And like, try to picture it too. Like 10-year-old kid me, first time I've ever thought that that like was an option. Blew my mind how cool fucking love was. Girls like. can ask questions too? What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for 1995, <laughs> it is progressive. Yes, exactly. Is. This is what I'm saying. But then immediately we're taken out of the progressiveness where we're playing on Superman's dun-dun-dun love child in this episode. <gasps> I was shook. Shook. <laughs> because I honestly, like, okay. When the story came out, or when jimmy called and was like you have to turn you gotta watch you gotta watch yeah. you gotta watch it and i was like oh my god here's the build-up to what the big like right. villain's gonna be and they're and talking already mad. about like well we don't have any more secrets from each other right no that's the big one you know mm-hmm. i was i was not expecting that and it's like, <laughs> well my child is oh my god what is his fucking name superman um, god okay so, i am on wait, a superman whoa, podcast I you forgot the kid's name not superman <laughs> i am on a superman podcast his name is superman his name is clark get mm-hmm. it carolina here we go okay welcome back <laughs> i was just so hell-bent on doing the perfect impression of this fake-ass nancy gribble everything she said was just so southern i loved it i yeah. was a huge fan of her so this is susan batten who really hasn't done too much to be honest i looked her up too because i was like i feel like i recognize her from somewhere or at least her voice maybe but were you an nothing. all my children fan no is that what I'm thinking? Not at all. No, I'm thinking of married with children. Excuse me, no. <laughs> she did a lot of soap stuff, but not much else. But I think she's funny as shit in this episode. She is hilarious. Yeah. She carried this. Honestly, you can tell with the actors on this show that they were like, this is season three. The show's been going on for so long. And all the extras that are coming in, like all the villains of the episode they were just like this is my time to shine yes exactly i got to put myself out there and it's weird because like you 
the shows that I've been watching lately, you can tell as it's progressing, like New Girl or something, you're like, when somebody comes in in season two or three, the acting is a little bit better because they're like, this is a show that's already been talked about. People are watching it. Yeah. I'm on a network show. You can get a higher caliber of people. Mm -hmm. It's also like, I, I so don't remember the episodes that you did with us very much. Like I remember the Christmas episode and stuff, but like not much about Illusions of Grandeur, but like it has found its footing in this area. You can totally not like it. I understand anyone who doesn't like Lois and Clark, yeah. but like it's the show that it wants to be right now. And I think it's mm-hmm. killing it. And the new dynamic with them is fun. But then yes, this woman is playing Leanne, this, this like kind of hog in the spotlight. I, I can't, you know, defend him much longer. Superman had my love child. Superman. So (laughs) damn funny. I think it's the accent. I think it's her delivery. It's just, I'm a big fan of her in this episode. I, I think I put a bunch of hearts. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I was very excited for her. Yep. And she, she's introduced to, is that like you say, like they're watching, um, a TV interview and just I had to call it out for continuity. It's a top copy interview, which we've had dealings with the the top copy team already in an episode called Top Copy. So oh. it's just like they're building up world stuff too. Like they're starting Is to Is that the the anchor that comes out and he's like I've no. I've done some interviews, but and he starts this crying. One, yeah. That was David Nemeth from Extra, like a real guy from Extra oh. who got a cameo. Okay. Who was like at the time. And also this was around the time where they did something. I forget if it was like E Hollywood or or like E T or Extra or if there's a difference between them. But like they were doing a lot of press obviously at the time too. So I think this was just a we're in Los Angeles, so let's do a nod to the industry type mm-hmm. thing. But anyway, dun dun dun. Superman's love child. Cut to the Daily Planet. Perry's not having it. He is <laughs> literally shutting every rumor down. He's like I don't give a fuck. We have work to do with his whistly ass voice. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was like that in the first two episodes that I saw, but whistly. everything that he, well, it was like, I can't do it. I can't even. Uh, There's a little bit of a, a mumble to it, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> but every time somebody's like, well, this is crazy. And Jimmy's like, don't you think this girl is hot? And he's like, shut the fuck up. He what doesn't the say hell shut with the that? fuck up. Yeah. But he's just like, this is n- nonsense. We need to cover this president that's coming in from wherever the hell he's <laughs> coming in from. I like completely lost track of this side story because I'm like, oh, there's let- a baby Superman. Like, yeah. yes, I'm here for it. Let me help you out with the side story. This is course, our, yeah. this is two new fake countries of three that we've gotten so far this season. We, you missed Pacifonesia. This is Tanzor and Faustonia. Which- Faustonia. Which, as that. as you know, as a, as a student of history as you are, um, they've been they've there's been no peace between those countries for years. But they're they're in town now for a peace talk, so it's it's very exciting, very important. There's, there's they're going to go to do like a fucking sidewalk meet and greet, which I want <laughs> to talk about later. I like the creepiest thing. I've been watching way too much true crime stuff too, and I was like, oh, nothing good can happen from that. You can't just let your kid sit on somebody's lap like that. Strange president's lap, yeah. (laughs) Um, Meanwhile, too, I have to, I have to point out, like, Clark is Clark is so pissed off at this whole story. Obviously, so Mm -hmm. is Lois. She's really quiet at the office, 
And Jimmy's talking about the babe that had Superman's baby and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy's like, you know, like imagine him with the, with the tight pants and all that. I'm sure he can get any girl. And this is the second episode in a row that Jimmy has mentioned something about tight pants. In the last episode, Lois got superpowers. So was in a, oh. in a suit. And he was all about like the cape and the boots. And I'm like, everyone in Metropolis now has a super suit fetish because of this guy. Like this, I think yes. that's what's happening here. That's funny. I like the psychology behind it all. I like it, right? It's just like, oh, somebody's showing up in spandex. It's kind of turning me on. I'm getting into maybe, it. Yeah. Maybe I should look up porn with specifically spandex. <laughs> so just side note, there's a great meme online that's like, it starts with the question of like, why am I so kinky? And then it's a shot from the Batman animated series of Catwoman tied up by Harley Quinn and Harley is like dangling something in front of her face. And it's like, oh, got it. You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> anyway, speaking of outfits, did you clock Lois's? No. And oh. I love looking at outfits. Oh, so dang I, it. I, her outfit later on, like when they go to Star Labs and stuff, I really like. We'll get to it. But right now, she's got a gray, kind of tweedy suit on with a satin white leopard print top underneath with the collar poking out. And then the suit is clearly a part of it because it's got the same piping of that satin leopard print going on. And then black spangle, uh, like, what am I saying? Like glittered back. Hey, 1995, do your thing, man. It was, There's a no holds bar here. It was a lot, man. Um, that's like the first thing. I don't always, who am I kidding? I always notice what Lois is wearing, but like that was one where I was like, let's break this down. Talking about fetishes, you always notice yeah, what Lois is what wearing, Lois is you wearing. Know? And their hair is settled down after a few tough, like you missed some tough episodes, but we're we're in a good place here. I think it says a lot about the episode because I, in the first two that I watched with you, I definitely remember pointing out a lot of, epi- like a lot of um, outfits that she was yeah, wearing yeah. and all of her outfit changes. But it says a lot about the story of the episode that I didn't even notice. Like, in my mind, I was the first couple of notes I have is like Clark's oversized shirt, like just talking about all these different mm-hmm. hairstyles and shirts and stuff. And then the second this super baby came into play, I was just like, shut up, everybody. Like, we got a scandal, which is I'm crazy. I'm so glad you like, I'm glad this wasn't a chore. It wasn't because it's also like, if you think about it, playing in 1995 it still holds up here like in 2021 during the me too movement where anybody could accuse anybody in power do you believe them do you don't you have to listen to everything and it was just i liked that they went there i really did damn you're you're not wrong (laughs) um so uh, plot wise perry's like uh, don't worry about the uh, superman thing Go cover the peace talks. I'm, I'm trying to give it for you. <laughs> it's so hard. Go cover the peace talks. Was he like this in My Cousin Vinny? I, uh, I'm sure he was. Maybe I'm just so. noticing no. it now because you're pointing it out. But I think in My Cousin Vinny, he was a little more Southern. Yeah. Okay. Well, but this is just a lot like, of years wow. of Metropolis under his belt, you know? <laughs> Very grumpy, grumpy old man. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Um, not taking it, but Lois, like, you know, Lois and Clark go off, but she's like, look, the story is as good as written. President's going to talk about peace. Peace is good. Surprise, surprise. Um, I loved that little, like, exchange. I loved yes. their switching on, talking about work. Clark's like, don't worry, I got it. But this baby is not mine. I'm like, this is super cute because mm-hmm. they know that their job comes first. And then we'll talk about this 
when we got home. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a lot. So like, just to speak to that, I don't think we get that in this episode, but like now that she knows one of my favorite things is like, they're in the middle of whatever the fuck is going on that week with them relationship wise. And then he's superhero something. And she's like, go, we'll talk about it later. Like she, mm-hmm. it's just like a nice, they're working together. She's been making a lot of like excuses for him. You know, like it's, it's really, it's cool to see them working together in that, in that type of capacity. But that's a lot of growth from Lois because like, totally. he trusted her to let her know who he w- really was. Well, not, she figured it out, but yes. Oh, well, okay. Oh, <laughs> Just saying. Now that she knows, I'm like, cut that Clark out. Okay. still has some ways to go, but yeah. Now that she knows who he is, she can balance that. And she understands that it's a very big secret to keep. And even yes. talking about it at the Daily Planet is a risk, you mm-hmm. know? So so they're talking oh, openly in the elevator. <sighs> and I'm they're so proud gonna, of her. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> this is why I loved this Lois. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, of course, wants to go expose Leanne as a fraud. Did you catch something cool in this elevator scene? It's no. a, It's a wonder. They go into the elevator yeah. from the Daily Planet. And when the doors open up again, they're in, they're the, in the parking lot. They're in the parking lot. They pulled, parking garage. They pulled a fucking flat in and some lights while they were in the elevator doing the scene. I was, I was impressed. I'm a big dummy because I thought they were in an actual elevator. <laughs> so props to that production team right? for doing that. I for was taking like, the time. Yeah, they, they went into an elevator, duh. <laughs> I, I like noticed it and I went back and looked. There's one moment where Terry kind of looks towards like upstage, basically uh... towards the elevator door. And it almost in my mind, it's like, and someone dropped a light, but we'll just keep going. Hey, Clark, you know. <laughs> She's probably anyway. like clocking or seeing the the PA on set who's like five more seconds, 10 more seconds. Right, so right, she's right, like right. trying to pace herself. Really Man. slow out that dialogue. You know? yeah. Anyway, it was it was impressive to me when they, they do a few like kind of quote unquote theater tricks like that in this mm-hmm. season. And I, I love seeing it. Um, meanwhile, we get this makeup scene from quote unquote anonymous, which is First as long all, as it is uninteresting. How do you know that he's a bad guy? Because he's got a trench coat and a hat. And he's in Duh. blackface. Oh, I, let me show you. There you go, blackface. Blackface? <laughs> On your nose. In 95? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, whatever. Hey, he's a whatever. villain, so they got yeah, away with it. Clearly, it's something that he's not concerned about. But I think we we paused watching it, and we were like, whoa. Whoops. Like, yeah. can, can you do that <laughs> but it's cool because he's got like this he's that good prosthetics at and yes. stuff and like yeah. yeah but you do see like a white hand being painted with with mm-hmm. round body mm-hmm. paint it's like mm-hmm. oh shit mm-hmm. here we go <laughs> um meanwhile loves and clark get to leanne's house and this is where we had that cameo from the guy from Extra. And so like, uh, how compelling could this story be that he walks out crying? That he's like, I've covered a lot of tragedies, Lois, but Excuse is it me. a tragedy though? Like, no. Maybe I mean, it's a tragedy okay. that her womb was fucked up by that Kryptonian dick. But like, <laughs> aside from that, I don't think that. I mean, yeah, it's a heartbreak. Sure, she truly loved him. Whatever, but oh, come hey, on. she had pro- she was junior Miss Stenographer pageant or whatever, <laughs> right? <Stenographer. laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know such a thing existed. We learned about this later, but she hasn't been able to hold a job, keep the kid in clothes. Oh, it is a tragedy. Oh, my God. Um, all right. So you have, you've obviously never seen this episode. You walk in. You see the kid lifting the sofa. 
Mm-hmm. Have any theories going, or are you just along for the ride? You just like, oh, whatever you want to give me, Lois and Clark. My theory initially, because mm-hmm. I watch a lot of Umbrella Academy, was sure. the idea that like somebody else escaped from Krypton. Yep. I mean, but like the age difference didn't make sense to me, and like yep. we'll talk about the explanation later because science. But. <laughs> When I saw it, I was like, cool, cool. We're opening a world of like, oh, possibility. Yes. <laughs> I was very excited for this episode, man. In fairness, too, like that's Clark's idea at, when he's talking to the Kents. Like, maybe there's mm-hmm. other alien. Maybe somebody else got off oh, Krypton. I don't, Kents. I don't, don't know. Get me started. I know. I'm not there yet. Only one scene, too. It's a bar. <laughs> but um, not enough. I love, I love Lois and Clark walking into this trashed house mm-hmm. where the kid's lifting a soap. You know, like Leanne's trying to like straighten up the cushions that she's going to sit with Lois and have their interview. But it's like they have, they've perfected their comedic timing in this episode because it was just like the bickering outside and like, we're here to get the story. Right. We're going to figure out that this woman's a fraud. Just the keep second they walk it's a lie, in. It's a lie. It's a lie. The second they walk in, this kid lifts up this giant sofa. <laughs> I gasped. I audibly gasped. So I was like, oh, it's got power. <laughs> it's got power. I was so excited. And also we get the, like, they're playing with our emotions a bit. We're like, you know, Lois tries to introduce himself. The kid's Jesse. Mm, introduce okay. himself to Jesse. I don't like you. I like him. He's mm-hmm. my pal. It's like, oh, shit. This isn't looking too good, Clark. And Clark immediately wants to throw a football with the kid and he's zooming all around the house and, I love the stuff in this episode of the kid mimicking Clark and or Superman. Like, yes, Clark's yes. watching TV and the kid hovers up and watches. Oh my the, God. You know? oh, it's really this is cute. such a good episode. I'm just going to keep saying that this entire <laughs> podcast because, like, it was, it's just like miles better than what it was when I watched it. And maybe I'm coming at it from like an actual adult perspective or a quarantine life yeah oh yeah oh god okay i'll try to give you some credit buddy meanwhile what was clark is watching who cares the the president of tanzor arriving in his limo and blackface anonymous is there and puts the most obvious device ever in the most obvious place on the fucking headlight of the presidential limo was it the headlight or like the the grill or whatever (laughs) but like the front like no like I'll just put this under here with a magnet where no one will ever see it. Like, like normal spies do. Yeah. I also like the idea that even in 1995, they couldn't suspend belief <laughs> to make it smaller. Like, yeah. it's high tech stuff. We can make it small. We can, we, this is a fantasy no, world no, no, where no, Superman no. exists. No one will believe this much noise technology is in such a tiny device. Well, that's just a Tic Tac, idiot. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but the, like, I, I guess the plan just gets foiled here is what happens because mm-hmm. the, the device starts putting out a noise. Everybody's freaking out. Blackface anonymous pulls the president away and like Superman and Jesse, Superman Clark and Jesse are both like, ah, you know, and the kid's calling up a bad noise and Superman goes and breaks the device. And then the president's just fine. Like nothing else happened there. It was such a, like, I think it was just foiled by Superman. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, Lois and Leanne are talking, and Lois brings up a wonderful point. Well, first of all, Leanne is constantly like, and I'd say super, I call them super. I'd say super, honey, I don't need all these presents. You know? I fucking love her. 
<laughs> I call him super. Like, That's the thing so... too. Like the show t- was bad funny in the first season. Like the, just the jokes weren't funny, but mm-hmm. now it is. And like now when they, they want to do shit timing. like this, yeah, it's really the writing's right. And importantly in this scene, Lois is like, well, you haven't offered any proof. As if the fucking kid lifting a sofa wasn't That's literally yeah. powers, woman. Like, yeah. where do you think? But, she, but Leanne shows her a picture of Leanne and Superman mm-hmm. hanging out. So, oh boy, this doesn't and look And that's good. when it hits Lois. She's like, oh shit. Wow. Maybe Superman everyone has had a past. sex before me. Like, okay, let's get into that too. Because there's a lot of up in the air stuff going on here in this episode meanwhile where do we go after this we go to the villain's lair yes where the villain looks like jack souvenir from the fucking office like dwight when he tries to (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't with you i wasn't with you he tries to like interview for the manager position and he's like wrapped up in bandages and i'm like (laughs) what (laughs) and he's using like a voldemort voice it's like yes we will get that nuclear launch code so many voices and Mm -hmm. we will get to that later really talented oh yeah true the last one is just like really um (laughs) interesting choice but just for the listener that hasn't watched this episode in a while anonymous famed villain makeup artist our second by the way of the show if i'm counting correctly anonymous is getting paid to launch a nuke from tanzor at fastonia to make uh to like make those tensions break out into war, so mm-hmm. it's it's a tough tough time in Metropolis, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, back to the Daily Planet, like Perry's crestfallen because he's watching another interview with Leanne, and I guess mm-hmm. he's talked to Lois and Clark already, and he's he's believing it, but it's just it's tough, you know, to see the mighty fall like that. Yeah, yeah. He, um, I mean, for Perry to like break his, we just need to work character. Right. And him start to believe it, you're like, oh my god, this we're might not, be real. From we're not wasting a drop of ink to where's that Superman story? You know, it's it's <laughs> tough. Um, I also must point out a Leanne line. Leanne's being interviewed on this fake Regis and Kelly show. I don't think they were real, those people. I didn't look it up, but okay. um, she's being interviewed. <laughs> she's talking about Jesse, and she's just like, You don't know how hard it is to get these questions from your son. Mama, why can I fly? Mama, why can I bend steel bars? Mama, why wasn't I hurt after Uncle Luke shot me? That is my (laughs) favorite line. I died of laughter. This woman is just stealing the show. Oh, it killed me. Mama, why wasn't I hurt when Uncle Luke (laughs) shot shot me? It's so good. This is what I mean. The show knows what it's doing now. It's so fun. <laughs> um, and the no, like, it's dumb, but like, I love all the relationship stuff going on right now, too. And like, we're not so quite- so bad for Lois. Me too. And like, you know, she's really struggling. And Lois is kind of like, you know, we, we don't really know Perry still. And he's like, well, you know, Lois, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck and, uh, <laughs> and tastes good with plum sauce. Oh, <laughs> honestly, like I, I really feel for Lois because you have to think of it as like a woman who has worked her way to mm-hmm. get to this position, has finally been vulnerable enough to like be in love with somebody, be engaged to somebody. And then this comes out and she's like, has this been a lie this entire time? Like yeah. you really see that, like, I mean, if I was in that position, 
I don't know. I probably would have stayed with that Kryptonian dick. But, <laughs> but I would have been. 95 Dean Kane's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's the only the Dean 2020 Kane is, will leave you wanting, but yeah. <laughs> He'll probably leave you crying too. I don't well, know. Well, there's that too. Um, <laughs> sorry, Dean. I'm so sorry. You can get that out. There's, there's no reason to apologize to Dean Kane. <laughs> um, you're absolutely right. A, the relationship is built on a lie. He lied to her every day for years. Mm-hmm. It's an understandable, like she even like admits it. Like I get it, but it still fucking hurts. Yeah. And then she's had eight episodes. So like, let's say eight weeks to really understand what that means and completely shift gears into how she thinks of the two most important men in her life. Mm-hmm. And she's just finally decided to trust him enough that she's going to propose. And here comes this shit <laughs> with a lot of pretty good proof, you know? I would probably move. Like, I would probably leave <laughs> and not tell anybody, start a new career in, like, I don't know. Give me a, give me a DC city. Oh, uh, uh, go, go over to Central City. I would probably start a new career in Central City. E-mode time. Fastest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good show once. Um, yeah. uh, Clark shows up. He's, he like kind of catches the end of the discussion with Perry where, you know, even Superman can have a checkered past or whatever. And Lois really just wants to talk about this Tanzor thing, which no one wants to talk about. But she shouldn't, she's saying like she shouldn't expect for Superman to be unlike any other guy. Scar. That's how you know she's been hurt. That's yeah. how you know. And it's she's just like, upsetting. What, what could I have thought? It's also like you couldn't be involved with a more infamous person Mm-hmm. And, and you're sworn to all the secrecy all the time. It's tough. I feel I feel bad for her. No. Um. And she's like, and I, I keep telling myself, you wouldn't lie to me, but you did every day for three years. Everything. Oh sucked. my god. And clo- shows Clark the photo, and and basically does a like, just leave me alone. I'm going home alone. Don't follow me. I need some space. And leaves Clark with the photo where he supervisions you know in that was in. it was like a like a csi episode like yeah, why every time are you enhancing that way like that's not how you're oh the I, effect I don't of think it? that's how yeah, yeah like i don't no. think that's how his superpowers work you could have just slowly zoomed in and we would have gotten the same effect for it but no it's an it eye like, it's like an iris you know you want it to i, it I don't like, know ah, why I'm, ah. I'm doing this over zoom to show you on an audio podcast but here we are of course yeah I really, think my sound really effect. stepping <laughs> up the podcast game, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he sees the Ding Dong Motel printed on a towel behind them. Who the fuck names their motel? The Ding Dong Motel. Yeah, it that is such a rent by the hour situation. That's a rent by the second, baby. Like, <laughs> the Ding Dong Motel. Ugh, gross. But then anyway. every everyone's favorite TV parents make their way to Metropolis. <laughs> I was so honestly like I had completely forgotten about them until he walked in. And I love his apartment, by the way. His apartment's great, yeah. Beautiful apartment. He walks in and he sees Martha and- Jonathan. Jonathan, such a common name. How the hell am I supposed to remember You'll never forget Martha though, will you? Never. (laughs) (laughs) Martha? (laughs) (laughs) Martha and Jonathan. I just, it was like, they embraced me with their warm hug all over again. I remembered them. I remembered them from the episode where Jonathan gave Martha 
his coat because they had been walking. It was super, he didn't do it on camera, but like, no, that was but my that was plan. your head cannon. Like, and I still was, love that. I remember that was that. what yeah. I thought what had happened. And I was like, yes, they knew they heard about the news and they showed the fuck up. And that's and, why I love them so much. And I must point out to geek fans, this is not Smallville or the current show. Um, Superman and Lois, like, Metropolis isn't close to Smallville. They have to fly every time. And the fact that they oh. do that and just surprise him is the cutest thing to me. When, when theoretically, they could fly via him. You know, like he could fly them. But just hop on his back. And, and his line, like, I must be in trouble if the cavalry's here and then, you know, reverse <laughs> shot to show them. It's so sweet. And they don't have a second of doubt with him. Like, it's laughable that he could. I love that they kept saying laughable. And it's laughable. <laughs> it's laughable. How's Lois not laughing? Not <laughs> like, laughing. There's that comedic timing again. Like, <laughs> it's just season three, Lois and Clark. I wouldn't yeah. watch it, but <laughs> but I laughed. And I, I'm happy. But one every six years is totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. This is where I need to bring some continuity in here. Mm-hmm. He's going laughable. Come on, I, I have dated. <laughs> Brought into canon like two or three episodes from now, he is a virgin. Oh. So there's part of me that's like, the way this guy talks to his parents, I'm like, they know it's laughable, dude. You know, like they, they were well aware of the You're fact that this is virgin. laughable. <laughs> yeah, don't try to like defend yourself here. You know, like, it's such a weird line for them. But I, I also is, do have- How old is Clark? Ugh. Um, Dean, it, this is going to kill you. Dean's like 25, 26 here. Hey. Yeah, yeah. She's like 27, 28. Oh, that's fine. They're Something above like that. age. Yeah, <laughs> above <legal>. age. <laughs> yeah, yes, they're legal. But like he looks like more of a man than I'll ever look. And he's five years younger than me now, you know? I mean, some men are just born that way. Yeah, he's just a giant dude. Anyway, um, Clark is telling them about, about his concerns and asking like, how old was I? And, and it's established that he was older when he had powers, like junior mm-hmm. high, she says. And even then he's, he wanted to lift kitchen appliances, not sofas, which is the stupidest. I love how casually she says it too. She's just like, well, I don't know. You've been probably about eight, nine. Yeah. There's the freezer, I think. Why? Yeah. And this is where Clark also said, you know, like the kid might be from Krypton. I might not be the only one here. What am I going to do? And Jonathan apparently watches a lot of Maury and it's just like, science is on your side, son. You got to fight it. This whole episode was a Maury episode. Yeah, truly. I loved it. But I also love how, like, and we get a really nice moment later. We can talk about it later. But I just love how, like, protective he immediately gets, which already as a viewer, you become a little bit suspicious because you're just like, well, why does he feel so protective over this kid? But you realize that he's never met anybody like him. And he's probably like, well, this kid is going through something and I could be there for him. And it's, again, the nice sweet moment. We could talk about it later. But I just... we're almost like there, but I, I, I love it too. Um, but first we have to meet, Leanne is meeting with her new lawyer, Donald whatever, who's, who I think we're, we all know is secretly anonymous, right? Like they yes. don't really hide that too well. Well, didn't he have like the ring? Oh, right. And I think we saw the, guy, the actor's face when he's like putting makeup on or something again. Of course, it doesn't matter. shot, you know. And we get another, did you get this other wonderful line about cousin Billy Bob? 
No. She's very thankful to have a real lawyer's help because cousin Billy Bob has been handling our legal affairs so far, but he's in correspondence law school and they haven't mailed him the chapter on blood stuff yet. <laughs> blood stuff yet. And they're at Star Labs. Yes. Nice little moment there. How about that? Very cool. So they've been referencing Star Labs for years on this show, but this is like the third or fourth episode Oops. we've actually seen it. Mm-hmm. we've never like this like they pretend like dr klein is an old friend here the doctor that helps superman okay. and jesse but this is like his third episode you know like it's he's very new to the show but whatever i love when they go to star labs there's protesters there that mm-hmm. are like superman be a man or whatever and like that type of thing and there's also the vendor selling superman shit like, I just like the, like, it's just a fucking mess down at Star Labs. Star Labs has never seen such a loud day. I was like, what the hell is going on? I'm just trying to park my car, get into work. Yeah. But again, it I like that Metropolis is up in arms about this. They're just oh, yeah. like, you have to own up to what you did. And this woman is being honest and telling you the truth. Like, it's just. Because for I the like people it. of Metropolis, they, they got no reason to doubt this you know mm-hmm. it's tough and he lands too and he makes it he makes it not about like exonerating himself or proving a fact he makes it very clear like i'm here to protect this kid from all of you the best part is when she walks out of the car and she throws herself at superman <laughs> she's just like oh super i don't know if that's super, what she says yeah. <laughs> but She's fucking hamming it up. She is like, this is my story. I'm sticking with it. I'm going to throw myself all over Superman. And she, right. I think she says like, I know you don't love me anymore, but I can't hide the truth. So there's yes. some, some line like that. And yeah. I'm like, damn, this woman is getting her 15 minutes of fame. And I love it. You, we find out later. We'll talk about it later. Bye. Yeah, she's to the point, she's like, no need to be so formal. You weren't in your love letters that I'll be reading tonight on Dateline. <laughs> <laughs> I love, and it's super manipulative. Like it just totally works in every level. But this kid wearing the Superman suit, the little yes, cop, is yes. So By the and way, you we see have, his little powers. Yeah, you see him throwing uh, reporters, or like um, I think Blowing, like cold like, breath. Yeah. yeah, cold oops, breathing reporters. Oops, oops, like, oops, yeah. oops, 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 oops. And Superman oops. runs and gets him. Let's talk about this little actor here who couldn't yes. be more than. I don't know, kids four, three? Kid from Home Alone 3. I was just going to ask if you knew that. I I did. That was the first Home Alone I ever saw. Oh. Just because, like, it was, like, I I was just... It was, like, on TV. Yeah, exactly. They played it probably constantly on ABC or whatever the hell. We had the VHS, you know, like, Mm -hmm. it was just the new one. It was about spies and microchips and you know like that type of thing. i like this stuff i'm baby matt I like right spies. exactly but that was like two years after this so he's still mm-hmm. a little baby when he does that episode i think i think i looked this up i think he's like four here when he's <gasps> four he's a little pop maybe five but he pop he's so good at acting yeah. yeah it's very cute and this scene here too is is the best where superman is sitting with jesse and doing the like you've got a lot of strength and you're different and that's hard and that's going to make you like you could hurt people but you don't want to because most people are good deep down and it's just like it's such a nice superman moment and that's like their relationship and that is what i'm here for and this episode gives it to me and that's really all i need from an episode of lois and clark but it's like i was saying before like you 
you really see that part of Superman where he relates to somebody, even though he knows it's not his son. He right. knows. He's like, there's clearly some science behind it. I'm going to prove to you it's not my son. But regardless, I'm going to be there for this kid. And yeah. he sits down and talks to him. And it's just like, you kind of think about like, okay, if I ever came across a kid that had been going through something or was going through something that I went through, you can have that talk with them and be like, it's going to be okay. Like right. people suck, but not everybody sucks. And you just gotta, I don't know. It was just very, very sweet. It was a nice little moment. And then he's trusting him. Jesse's trusting Superman enough to do the DNA test. And he's like, yeah. I've already talked with Jesse. We said we were going to do it. And I'm like, oh my Lord. Yeah. I know it's not your son, but I really want him to be. It's really cute. Meanwhile, Dr. Klein is like, the results are going to be pretty conclusive. Are you sure? Like he is not believing <laughs> shit. He's, like that he's like, too. it's going to take like, I don't know, maybe six, seven months. Six, seven months. Dr. Klein. <laughs> And the whole time, too, like, as Superman's crossing his arm, Jesse's watching him, and he crosses his little arm. Yes! Very oh my cute. God. His little kid is so cute. After, after Superman's speech, like, do you have any questions? Are you my daddy? And it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not, to be honest, you know? <laughs> I'm being real with you, kid. Like, yeah. I really hope not. But. Your mom's a lot, and I got this this thing going at the daily got planet. this hot piece of ass yeah. at the daily planet she just finally figured out the short hair look everything's going great <laughs> um meanwhile anonymous it doesn't matter anonymous anonymous leaves a message for leanne as clark or mm-hmm. as superman saying to meet at the park and leaves a message for clark to talk to superman as leanne to meet mm-hmm. at the park so guess what the next scene is they're at the park superman and leanne at the park yeah oh my god I would have never guessed. This type of thing is funny to me when it's just like Superman hanging out, waiting for people and everyone else on the street, like, you know, lawyers and people with briefcases are just going by paying Superman no mind at all. Like the most famous thing in the world. In the middle of a famous scandal too. Like, yeah, exactly. In why the is of nobody stopping him? This city. I was like, oh, Superman, he's probably here to meet his mistress, whatever. Right, exactly. Oh, I don't oh, care. Right, look, there she is with the boots. <laughs> With the boots and the white tights. And the white tights, yes. White tights. I only remember that because there was a scene where when she picks up the phone, she's walking up to, like, it's a a close-up shot of the phone, and she's Mm -hmm. walking up to the counter, and I'm like, god damn, this woman's legs are pale as fuck. (laughs) Then we get to the next scene, and I was like, oh my god, she's wearing white tights. white tights on, yeah. It's the 90s. Right. But this is hard. Like, they both kind of get into it. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, what do you want? And she's like, like, look, I want some respect, basically. You know, like, I was runner-up for Miss Junior Stenographer pageant. I uh-huh. bet you didn't know that. Now, I was going to be a spokesmodel for whatever, but now I've got to raise Jesse, and it's hard. And I just, like, he's like, what can I do to help? What do you think? And I love him here. Like, I don't have money. Does this look like the wardrobe of a rich man? I loved that part because you're just like oh obviously superman has money at this point it's season three he's probably got merch or whatever all of it goes just give him money oh my god sweet man Mm -hmm. but he's just like it was so matter of fact he's just like i don't have any money for you (laughs) and clark doesn't have like money money that apartment by the way is six hundred dollars a month so shoot me in the head um 
And she, but she's like hammering it hard of like, you know, I've got book deals now. I've got movie offers. Jeff, Jesse's got to get a clothing line. What am I, the last Girl Scout? I thought that was so sweet because like, I mean, we'll talk about it later. I keep saying that. But you just, you see that she really is just trying to set up a life for this kid that she yeah. did not have. And she's just like, these are all things that would have never happened. And now I could set something up for this kid where he could have a life that I didn't have. And right. it's very sweet, very wrong, but sweet. Yes. And by the way, a year ago, you were a single mom with a kid, which is bad enough. And then the kids started being able to trash your house and lift up your sofa. Yeah. And so like, that's tough. I missed saying that in the scene where we first meet Jesse, when you walk in and they're talking and I'm like, why are the picture frames like all wonky? Yeah, and like cabinets are broken. <laughs> yeah. It's like this kid has been terrassing through this house and it's terrible for her. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they, re- they do a like, well, why did you call me here? I didn't call you here. You called me here. Wait, what? If you didn't call you me here. Left me a, you left Jessie? me a message at the Daily Planet. Yeah, exactly. Um, they run home and Jesse's gone. And dun, dun, dun. All of a sudden, police are at the house. Mm-hmm. It's at night. And uh, Lois and Clark have chosen this moment when they're on an active crime scene to have a whisper conversation. And <laughs> the best place to have it, yeah. obviously. Oh, first Clark finds some makeup putty in the corner which probably isn't important i thought he found cheese i wrote (laughs) zoom in on cheese on the floor question mark because it looked like a a cheese cube i was probably hungry when i wrote it sure it looked like like i could go for an appetizer and yeah like oh i love a good charcuterie board yeah exactly (laughs) and anonymous is famous for them so that that is Mm, yeah very possible um i like a clark clark admitting like he's not mine but i feel close to the kid mm-hmm. and lois like totally understanding here she's kind of come around to it like she understands the connection that they would have and she's also like kind of remembering that you're the most caring and like quote unquote most honest person i've ever met now Aww. and and the, the, there's like this nice thing of i've i freak like i'm always wanted i'm a reporter right i always want to find the truth and i don't want to trust it and sometimes it's staring me in the face and from now on between us, the truth is what we tell each other. I'm like, this is perfect for them. Like the show does its best to keep them apart and keep like stuff, you know, tough in their relationship. But they like as a core emotionally are pretty solid from here on out. And I love that. Yeah. You know, that's really, that's really cool to see. This is where it hits me in the lovey dovey. It's nice because like, these are moments that that you don't, see in relationships you don't see in shows where you see the tough moments and you see them get through it together and you're just like oh fuck they still love like this is they love each other oh my god right Right. (laughs) there's no no, like oh she might not like it anymore or whatever Mm -hmm. like it's just like they have to work through this thing however i'd like to call out some bullshit here where he says the best day of my life is the day you found out i don't think so to recap carolina you weren't here that day that she found out, his parents got kidnapped. He almost died. He had to freeze her to make it look like she was dead and she almost died. He got kryptonited and she rejected his proposal. That sounds like the worst day of my life. Best day of my life. <laughs> I mean, I get where he's trying. I know. I know. Like, because I, I just he was to able to. Continuity. 
he was able to let something off his shoulders that he had been holding on for so long. Yes. Granted, she rejected him, but, you know. Yes. I get it. I just have to. I get it, but it's still bullshit. Everyone almost died that day. (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, some, like, hacker that we haven't seen before is getting anonymous. Frantically typing. Yes. Oh, oh, like, 90s. Typing his. Hacking away. That's how you know he's a hacker. Mm -hmm. And you know he's a hacker because he has to say, I'm in. I'm in. (laughs) You gotta say it. (laughs) That's how you fucking know. I was like, this is the most 90s show and I love it. And he's hacking into the like portal basically for the Tanzor nuclear launch codes. Mm -hmm. And and meanwhile, Anonymous as the lawyer is dealing with Jesse and it's a lot of like off screen stuff, but like, no, 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 put me down, kid. Or, but you know, like that type of (laughs) No, 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 don't throw that. Don't throw, oh God. Um, but the guy gets him in and now all he needs is the launch code and it's not going to be a problem. And then Anonymous just fucking plugs him. Just puts two in oh. him. And yeah, that. what was the line that he said? Because it was like, so funny. He's, he's like, like, take two of a- these. Yeah, I got to get away from this kid. I'm starting to get a headache. Oh, then by all means, take two of these. Boom, boom. <laughs> like, oh, shit. He just, that was another actor who was just like, it's going to shine. Having a great time. That actor, by the way, is uh, Joel Brooks. This guy is still working and has done at least one episode of everything. Uh, speaking yeah. of what we were talking of before, he was Emperor something in an episode of Sabrina back in the day. Did a <gasps> Dharma and Greg, did a bunch of Six Feet Unders, um, Phil of the Future, you know? like Phil, Phil of the Future. Wow, didn't know that would right, get that. I have and to like, sing it every time. <laughs> recently was in Fuller House and untold story and the mick with um with caitlin olsen like he's still a working actor so good for this dude how old is he now oh he was born in 49 so you don't i'm trying to so he's almost like 70 years old now i don't recognize him from anything i'm like looking through everything he's done i know it's a lot I mean, I've seen some of these shows, but I I wouldn't remember him. But I would, yeah. He did a Rizzoli in Isles. He did a big anyway. Joel theory. Brooks, if you want to be on the Lois and Clark's podcast, oh my god, I would love. We're to talk here to you for you, man. About we'll a watch killer... this episode all over again. <laughs> you can join for that interview about a killer performance as Anonymous in this episode. Yes. Um, meanwhile, at the Daily Planet, Lois and Clark are, are figuring out the plot that's been happening around them. Uh, the lawyer was fake, so he's probably the bad guy. Uh, the putty that was found on the crime scene, the Clark's piece of cheese, turns out to be makeup putty, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. like a certain master of disguise might be, who is rumored to be in Metropolis right now, anonymous. Rumored? Um, why didn't they hear this rumor from I the know, beginning? Why haven't we been worried about this the entire time? Like, if, I mean, it just seems like something that would come up, you know? But, but Superman should have, a, yeah, a finger on On that his place. radar, on his yeah, super exactly. dar. Um, and just in time for Leanne to show up and be like, you know, what's going on? And uh, Clark races off to go to Superman. Did you catch this? Like, he's going to go be Superman and look around. And he starts loosening his tie. And Jimmy runs up to him right there like, CK. And then Clark just like straightens up his tie. Yeah, Jimmy, what's up? You know, like it's a nice quick cover thing. Uh, but Jimmy's got some plot stuff too. He's figured out. Uh, he's got three listings for the Ding Dong Motel. Hmm, the Ding Dong Motel. Yes. And Clark, he's My like going through them like. There's one in Atlanta. It's like, nope, never been there. What? Uh, nothing. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and then one, I, I don't even remember where it was. 
but one that he recognized and was like, didn't Superman land a plane there that had trouble mm-hmm. after it got struck by lightning or whatever? And they science it out. And for, for the record, the science of this has not only been established at the show, but it's from the comics. Like, he can transfer his powers via oh. lightning. They I not, honestly not thought it was some bullshit science. I literally I mean, wrote, it's I all like, bullshit science, science, whatever. Yeah, it's all bullshit science. Explanation. But like, if Superman's holding someone and one or both of them get struck by lightning, that person's going to wind up with powers and Superman's still going to have his. Which, like... How often do people get struck by lightning in Metropolis? You'd be surprised. Like, it seems like a lot. It's the second time it's happened at this point. We're only on season three. And in the last episode, he lost his powers, but that was with red kryptonite, as you know. Oh, completely okay. different of substance. Course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it is the second the second episode in a row, row where we've done a power switcheroo. So, mm-hmm. just for the record. They need some fresh material, you know? Just- yeah. He goes, back, he goes back and he asks Leanne, like, what was going on? And there was a lightning storm and she and Jesse were in the plane and Jesse would have the window seat and there must have just been a bolt of lightning that hit Superman and banged mm-hmm. off the kid, which seems very dangerous, but it worked out. Meanwhile, the president of Tanzor is doing, a, is doing a huggy meet and greet with a bunch of kids. On a fucking sidewalk. Right. Like, You're like an orphan. If he's or the president of tandor a well-established country then why are you exposed in the middle of a sidewalk right you'd think the tandori secret service would be a little more on it yeah put them in the consulate or something geez Mm -hmm. we don't have an embassy (laughs) here in metropolis and anonymous switches his different dude yes but I, i assume they used our buddy joel's voice here or this actor is great too i don't know I mean, I didn't catch the voice difference, but I was like, another man, sure. Yeah, it's just the performance felt, it felt like cohesive enough to me that I'm like, something's going mm-hmm. on here because this, this feels like the same guy in a weird way. Mm-hmm. It's completely a different actor. But the important Props part Props to is, the makeup artist. Yes. Important part is Jesse runs up, hugs the president and poof, like zooms up into the sky <laughs> with him. Oh, Jesse is just doing what he's told. Yes. Because he was told to do this, and it's like, he whispers something in the president's ear and just books it. Off they fucking go, yeah. This is then footage being reviewed at the Daily Planet by the team. Mm-hmm. And uh, Clark, of course, you know, super dog hearing, hears the kids say, red choo-choo. I like how casually he did it, too. He's like, did you hear that? And Lois is like, no. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. I don't have super hearing. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, they rightly think that the kids in a train yard are going to see trains or, you know, railroads or something. <laughs> so off Superman goes. Um, but then Dr. Klein and, uh, Lorraine? Luann. No, Luann. Woof. End of the episode. Luann is from King of the Hill. Yeah, we're doing, the wine's just hitting. Um, <sighs> Dr. Klein shows up with a fun show and tell. I loved his little demonstration. I here. loved his demonstration. <laughs> He's got Jesse's hair and he's like, this is a part of the hair. This is this is just a strand of hair. This is the part that's from, you know, the, a couple years ago or whatever. And he tries to cut it with scissors and the scissors break. And I, I like the gag of that really works. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. And then he cuts a new strand of, or a new piece of his hair and it cuts real easy. So basically after this he's last power exertion, power. he's probably just as helpless as any other kid. So <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Times is tough. Um, 
Then we and get then, a great line. Lois says, Red Choo Choo, I don't speak kid, but do you think that could mean a train? Yes, Lois. Yes. Choo Choo. It turns out. <laughs> she doesn't speak kid. Oh, God. <laughs> Lois, please, just call the police. Like, why? <laughs> this is my issue. This is my problem. Because Superman's right there. Okay, but this is my problem why with Lois and Clark, is police? that nobody calls the police. Why would Dr. Klein come to the Daily Planet? Who does he think he's going to find there? Superman? No, he's looking for Clark, obviously. He's looking yeah, for Lois. Yeah, who's, but who's Superman's best friends? Lois and Clark. Okay, if you had an issue, nobody's going to come to me and be like, hey, guess what? That's not Matt's kid. And then please tell Matt for me. Let him know. No, yeah. <laughs> they're going to find your doctor. They're going to find the police and they're going to tell them. Why is the Daily Planet the hub of Look, everything? I can't help you, but we're three years into this. And if you <laughs> want to find Superman, whether you know about Clark Kent or not, you go to the fucking Daily Planet and you talk to Lovis Lane. <laughs> Maybe he put out an ad in the paper that was like, if you need to find me, go to the Daily Planet. Daily Planet. And now everybody goes there. Talk to all my pals. Yeah. How do you know <laughs> him so well? Never mind. Gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> and Clark too. Yeah. Oh yeah, Clark. I forgot about him. Like, What kind of joke does he think he's playing with us? That's my favorite thing too. We're like, where's Clark? He's helping Superman. Figure, uh, look for clues like how what like are they just flying around what can he do better than right. superman superman flies he's got zoom in vision he can blow zoom stuff <laughs> like, clearly superman does not need the police but people like clark and lois and dr klein and leanne please go to the police please. i get you i get you but in let's but just unbelieve we're, it's too late to rewrite i'm sorry to say <laughs> So Lois and Leanne basically put together that choo-choo, red choo-choo is a smokestack, probably. She's and Lois, like, oh, lucky guess fucking Lois Lane over here. It's like, if you see Clark or Superman, tell them to meet me at Metro Chem Plant, and off she goes. Uh, that's probably the only smokestack they've got in Metropolis. Right. Meanwhile, the now truth-serumed-up president of Tanzor is Drunk-ass president. Yeah. Drunk. He's a couple bourbons in. He's it's it's good Look, for it's him to be off the clock. Look, it's been a hard day of hugging kids, and now he just wants to unwind with some truth serum. He's off the clock. But uh, he's give, he's slowly giving nuclear codes, and then bursting out into like, me. I don't know what the song is, but he's just like old <laughs> man right. singing, and anonymous is there like, hey, hey, keep with it, dude. I need the <laughs> three, two, hilarious. one. He's also very funny. Yeah, I I thought so too. But Lois, Lois got a skulk. Lois gonna mm-hmm. skulk in, skulking in, looking great. This is the this is the outfit. This is the outfit. Where this she's is your sexual looking, awakening. Fucking, was that outfit? Oh, all of Terry Hatcher. All of her show outfits was my sexual awakening. But like, no, this is just like she looks great in a, a little suit and stuff. She goes mm-hmm. in. Jesse's like trying to be like Uncle Donald. There's a lady here. Is that and girl like, I fucking hate? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love too. Lois getting smart. She sees a hair curler. And puts it up Death to the guy's back. Death by curling iron. Yeah. yeah. Pretending like she has a gun. I'm into it. I always remembered that as a kid. I'm like, that's cool. And she's trying to talk the kid out of launching a nuke. And then the four-year-old launches a nuclear missile. Wouldn't you do that at four years old? Honestly, I thought this kid... I'm really bad at guessing kids' ages. Like, what would I'm you really bad said? at it. I would have guessed, too. like, eight. Oh. <laughs> 
he he could form sentences and like I yeah, don't know. He was only trusted with a few lines, really. Man, leave this kid actor alone. He no, he's great. He hey, was again, great. I'd love to talk about Home Alone three with him a day, truly. <laughs> but with between you know Uncle Donald, not what? you got it, you got it. Anonymous, Say it again. <laughs> no. Between Anonymous telling him to push it and Lois telling him not to, he's going to listen to Anonymous, apparently. He launches the nuclear code. We get some wonderful stock footage mm-hmm. of nuclear missiles going off into the sky. It looks like it was filmed in 1960 and he found it on the Discovery Channel. A hundred percent what happened. I didn't mean the Discovery Channel, like the History Channel. The History that seems Channel, a little more sure. accurate. Sorry. Right out of a Ken Burns something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jesse tries to hit Uncle Donald and we realize he doesn't have no powers anymore. Oh, he's just as helpless as your average kid. Yeah. So Uncle Donald shoves him. And then all of a sudden we're in a death trap where Lois and the president and Jesse are going to die from poison gas. And things aren't looking too hot in Metropolis, man. Are they ever? No, that's true. I also, I do like that, like, the kid is the only one here screaming for Superman. And I'm like, Lois, you know the deal. I'm sure Lois... Like, her voice probably travels in Superman's ear. So she could have just been like, Superman. And have he would have showed up. Have you been reading my fan theory? Oh, God. No, that's the thing. That he's, he's like, kind of always tuned in to her. So really, all she would have had to do is done it. But, but at this point, Lois probably is a very independent woman. And she's like, well, I can get us out of this. You there's know? a bit of that, yes. There's a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Superman does hear it. Mm-hmm. He, he, Swings down to a bunch of old ladies at a bus stop. Why are there so many old ladies at a bus stop? Like Bizarre. By the chemical plant. Yeah. You know, whatever. I, I remember seeing that scene and I was just like, the fuck are you guys doing there? Like, yeah, suspicious of everyone. What are you, knitting a giant koozie for this, like, <laughs> smokestack? I don't understand. <laughs> Why? There's, like, five old ladies and one random guy in the back, like a fucking dork, like a nerd. He's got, like, a bow oh, tie. yeah, yeah. Is he old? I thought he was like 27. Oh, wait. What? Can you look it up? This is so, this is why the iPad's here, okay? Of course, yeah. It's important. I'm almost there. Poison gas. Here comes Superman. (laughs) I don't see a young man. Oh, there is a young man. Oh, my God. There is a very young man (laughs) with a bow tie. Maybe that's their keeper or like yeah sure. taking them on a field trip to the smokestack factory i don't know what is it he called? looks like he's on his he's late for his shift at dozy's to do ice cream <laughs> like on gilmore girls like that's wow um i love i love super smelling going on here the old lady tells her like uh-huh. oh they left they're they're miles away now mm-hmm. superman uh, i don't know you think it's just the one sense that he can or the two senses i guess that he can Super. Super. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess if you want to call it that. But no, super smell is a big thing. He takes a real shot in the dark here, lasering this woman's face off, though. I mean, yeah, <laughs> things could have gone pretty poorly for him. A lot worse. Imagine lasering off the wrong old lady's face. Because right. even though you can super smell this, like, chemical in the prosthetic. Right. Who's to say it's not one of the 50 old ladies at this bus stop? Who's like, to say it's not the, the uh, you know, ventriloquist dummy boy that's come to life? You know, it could be anyone. 
Who says I'm fucking Pinocchio in the background? (laughs) We were in the same place. It's fine. But he guesses it, and it's a completely different actor with a completely different voice going, eh, Superman, you got me. And we, Dave fucking Coulier. Holy shit. What? Yeah, I don't know why I'm here. Obviously. (laughs) Wait, why did you just allow that's who she wrote the song about. Fuck Alleged- off. Really? Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm learning a lot. Wait, tonight. can we like IMDb this real quick? No, I'm, you're like, right. It's Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier. It's, okay. it's completely Dave Coulier. For like a two-line cameo. It seems like, it was almost like he was walking by the WB lot and somebody was like, hey, you want to be on an episode of Lois and Clark? And he was like, Sure, why not? In his fucking weird voice. I only know him as Joey from Full House. Mm-hmm. I didn't recognize him here at all. I can't believe you didn't because the second it happened, another audible gasp from this episode. I was shook. I was so shocked that he was anonymous. What a waste of a David Collier. And then... You you get two lines from David. him. David. I said David. David. <laughs> David Coulier. Yes, that's his legal name. It's David, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and what Superman a realizes this is anonymous. I, I don't know what one-liner Dave gives him in a weird voice. Yeah, you got me. Like, it's that type of... Yeah, yeah. you got me, kid. <laughs> and he wraps... Wow. Like, he wraps the stop sign <laughs> around him. The best. But not even fully around him, like... I'm sure you can weasel your way out of this. Like It's a super like you wait here, young man. You know, <laughs> I will come right back for you. We're gonna have to work. deal with this. Yeah. What so a waste. This is what a another waste. issue that I have with Lois and Clark is maybe they don't have the right like time slot or amount of time for the episode, but the resolution is always so quick. Yeah. It's just like, one, two, three, obviously Superman's going to fix it. But like, even like the science behind, I mean, for me, not knowing that this is clearly a science that has happened in Superman. Oh, the lightning stuff? Yeah. The lightning stuff. I was like, okay, yeah, science, whatever. Let's Fine, find whatever. out what's yeah. going on with Anonymous. It just, they spend so much time on the actual story. And not for nothing, the story was great this episode. But give me... A little bit like, come on, treat me like a human. I'm not a five-year-old. You know, I'm not Matt Truex. Sorry, I didn't mean to say your whole wow. name. Wow, wow. I'm not Matt watching this at eight years old and like believing know, everything I see. They know my full name. It's okay. Oh. Oops. <laughs> Carolina Martinez, they know my full name. Shut up. Don't say my <laughs> full name. Anyway, Superman shows up just in time for the poison gas, takes a super bong rip. Second time uh-huh. this season. Gets rid of the gas. But then, oh, shit. There's a, there's a missile going towards Faustonia. You gotta go. You can't get there fast enough. You can't fly halfway across the world that fast. What he does is drills through the earth. Mm-hmm. And Which gets- obviously is going to ruin the the structure of the earth as a planet. Because you're going you. through magma. You're breaking like- tectonic plates. Science. You know, it is what it is. And truly, all the effort he's doing to move solid rock and molten lava, (laughs) would it not be quicker to fly? Probably. I mean, like, 
I don't also, know. Also, like, where does he get, because this is probably something that you obviously already know, where does he get his clothes from? Like, where does he get his super suit from? So, something you don't know, Carolyn, <laughs> is anything within a few millimeters from his body is, is saved by a protective aura. So, oh. in, fairness to you, in fairness to you, there should probably be some wear and tear on the cape right now. Mm-hmm. But it's totally it's... fine that the costume's fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I and his mother makes him he... the suits. She gets the, the material on special. So it's nothing, <gasps> it's nothing incredible Martha, about the suit. Please. It's him. And that's why when there's danger, he holds Lois so close. I'm going to cry. Yeah. I love Martha so much. Yeah. It's just laughable how much I love her. It's I... laughable. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, WB nerd that I am, I have to point out that this Faustonia scene where we- Where, where the we, hell on the lot are we? Literally right in front of the Daily Planet. Okay. <laughs> they just, the only part of the street you don't see right now is the big fucking globe that tells you you're in Metropolis. But I, I also love, they somehow built some portion of a missile warhead thing mm-hmm. for Dean to fly down with and then we get this comped thing with a model of a missile and Superman bringing it to it like safe stop in the middle of the street <laughs> in Bustonia. but it was just the funniest stupidest looking thing I like that nobody is bothered no everyone's still just having their lunch everyone's just drinking having their espresso or whatever you do in, in their Fustonia. little cafe yeah yeah nobody is bothered by this giant missile that's coming straight towards them I also like it. I just, I just ripped it apart for looking a little hokey. My whole thing is always like, show me the superpowers, show me him doing something. And they mm-hmm. did in this episode. So I'm completely satisfied. We even get a nice wrap up scene here at the Daily Planet where Leanne, like, Jimmy wants to take her picture one more time. She's like, no, I'm out of the spotlight and everything's great. Mm-hmm. And- She's going to beauty school. Oh, that's it. Thank you. Yeah. She's going to totally do a Frenchie and, mm-hmm. oh, wait, no, she dropped out of beauty school. Never mind. You know who goes to beauty school? Who goes to beauty school? Luann and King of the Hill. There you Lots go. of King of the Hill references. I, that's probably why I like this episode. That's so why I invited you to felt this. There's a lot of, a lot of that like Southern, like even like trashy, not white trash, but like just like trashy kind of like Southern vibe to it where it's like a little advantageous and trying to, you know, make something out of a situation. Make a buck, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm glad. I, and that's 100% why I got you on this episode. I'm, yeah, I of knew course. that was it's... coming. <laughs> anyway, wrap-up scene. Lois and Clark are going to be normal married couples. or normal almost married couple now, which means they're going to make out in the middle of their workplace. And, that's and then fucking weird-ass Jimmy. Yes! here to just snap pictures at all times you know i that's our boy i think i i think i mentioned this last time when i always saw the commercials for lois and clark growing up that is the jimmy that i remember seeing so when i saw illusions of grandeur i think was in season one Mm -hmm. yes that's where you met that's where i met old jimmy and i was like well who the hell is this but now yeah I don't think I like this Jimmy either. I mean, no, I thought that was going in such a different he way. He just, he seems so <laughs> like, just like horny at all times. Like, he is. It's super weird. I don't like your floppy hair and your giant vest or your just need to take pictures at all times. Yeah. I get it. You're a photographer. Whatever. Well, that's why we have a recurring question on the show, which is Jimmy might fuck. Will Jimmy fuck in this episode? 
No, but he's he's always he's always he's gonna try. He's and he's he's really thought a lot about Superman's fuckability in those tight pants, which is again interesting to me. Is there an episode that we find out that Lois and Clark have sex? I mean, you have no idea. But not yes. to jump the gun or anything. I just yes. want to know what it does to her. Not. Ah, it, this is the best season for Lois, and then they start writing like we're on his side more again in season four mm. when they're married and they're having sex obviously right they're married, but yeah. i i do love like this was again 10 year old me watching this and i knew at the end of every show they're gonna go upstairs and have sex like that's how it always ended basically at 10 years old you were thinking that stuff i just that 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 was the text of the episode that's what okay. was happening there's a whole mm-hmm. episode that stops that like hg wells shows up and stops them from consummating the marriage because there's a curse and then after that they just consummate all the time <laughs> it's a whole thing. We figured out the first time. Let's it's, just keep yeah, going. It's literally the point of the entire season. Um, I just want to know what it does to her. Like, yeah, it can just, she walk after? It just seems like there, there are parts where she's there's an at least an episode where she gets a bruise and she doesn't want to tell him where. I think just on her shoulder or something. But it's still it's Sunday night show on ABC. Like, oh yeah, I just want to. I just want to make I don't know if it's switched networks once it got to the fourth season. <laughs> yeah, they went to FX after the fourth season. <laughs> FXX. FXX, yeah. All right, I'm going to look through our list here. Mm-hmm. There were no super excuses. Super saves. He saves all of Fostonia and possibly mm-hmm. the world from entering a nuclear war. Fucking amazing. Um, we do get a crazy power, uh, crazy face melting. We haven't seen him use his eyes like that before we've seen him use his eye it's just the idea that he just turned around and melted someone's face off i don't i think i would say if anything the crazy power would be super smell super smells pretty good you're right because it's like you obviously he has super smell but it's not a power that you would think people would have or use and yet it was referenced in the new show on their second episode too which is weird or their first episode i think Hmm. weird right was there any proof that this was made in the 90s (laughs) <laughs> yes, the costumes, the <laughs> technology, the giant... <laughs> giant sound device. <laughs> Very 90s, but yes. also progressive for the 90s. Totally. Um, Harry Thatcher, how are we feeling about Terry's hair? I love her new hair. I do too. I think, I think it's also because it's a new Terry, or not Terry, it's a new Lois yes. altogether. Yeah. So I'm just here for it. I'm like, you know what, girl? Cut all that bad energy off. Keep the short hairdo. Be dreamy and in love because that's what you get in that first five seconds of the show is just her, even in like the softest voice, like, oh, I don't know, you know, like just cooking with my man. I'm like, I remember her being so harsh and just like, I'm a businesswoman and I'm an investigator. Busy business and I'm going to steal your ideas, Clark. Yeah. Um. I'm going to speak to this one. Playing at sports, we've got any time Dean Kane can reference the fact that he was a professional football player for a second, he will do it. So he'll play a football catch with his not Dean Kane was a professional football player? Yeah, he blew out his knee and then he started acting. Interesting. I will also say that someone did read a book in this episode and they kept the Superman power exchange thing consistent with the lightning. I know you don't care, okay. but it's fine. Um, I do care. I think hey. you know, now that I know that it's part of the story... I don't feel like it was such a, a quick excuse to like 
wrap it all up, you know, right. like right. lightning. Just like lightning. And oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, any super casting in this episode that you noticed and I didn't? Um, only the one and only Dave Coulier. So let's do this. It sounds like it was a fun watch to you, which is great. Do you have a best scene? I loved any scene Leanne is in, obviously, but I really liked the scene where she is on that like uh, talk show and she says, (laughs) The Uncle Luke line. Why didn't it hurt when Uncle Luke shot me? (laughs) She's just, she's got a really great delivery in all of it. So any scene that she's in, I'm a big fan of. Cool. Um, I think we've covered best Superman stuff. I, I, I will say, we've got a question here, best effect and or use of Superman. For me, the best use of Superman was him talking to Jesse at yeah. Star Labs. Absolutely loved it. That was just a man trying to help this kid. Yeah. I also liked Jesse's use of uh, his super any superpower that Jesse had. Yeah. I know it's not a Superman, like a use of superpowers from Superman, but it was very like, as a four-year-old, if you had superpowers, what are you going to do? You're going to levitate next to this cool super guy. You're going to blow anybody away that you don't like with cold air. It's totally. Just, I really liked how, I mean, <laughs> a lot of great performances in this episode. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I am <laughs> taken aback. All right, final final three questions here. Good episode for Lois, was it? Great episode for Lois. A lot of growth that I could see from her. I'm so glad you got to see this, Lois. Good episode for Clark. Um, great episode for Clark, too, because even though he knew it wasn't his kid, he still wanted to be there for somebody that he had, you know, this is something that he had also gone through. So he was just like, well, damn, even though this kid's not my kid, he probably needs a lot of guidance right now, so. Totally. And that it, this is now a little fuzzy because everybody knows, or Lois knows, but good episode for Superman, like, as the superhero. I don't think so. I mean, no? it just, he was very, it, even though the episode was about Superman's love child, I feel like he wasn't really present in the episode up until, okay. like, Fair the enough. case where he had to get the DNA and stuff. But it was mostly a story about Lois and Clark having to get through this You're together. right. I, I, we might have seen him for a brief second, but I really don't think we saw oh, like one quick scene when he goes to the president and the sound device. But I don't think I think you're right. We don't see the suit until yeah. Star Labs. Good point. The only important scene that I would say that Superman was really in was this talk with Jesse, because I, even in the last scene and even in the president scene, they're like throwaway scenes. You know, it's just like five seconds of his superpowers and stuff. Yeah, I get you, but of course, like comic nerd, I am. Mm-hmm. I like that he's doing stuff. I like that he stops a missile. I, even though it looks cheesy <laughs> as hell, I'm into it. And at a, at a, from one to 10, what would you rate this episode of Lois and Clark? One being the lowest and 10 being the highest? Correct. Thank you for asking. Oh, man. I don't know. It's a tough one. I'm probably going to give it a nine out of 10. I think that's fair. I think I'm it right was there with you. Really good. Yep. What does it have on IMDb TV? Or, oh my God, IMDb, IMDb? TV. Well, IMDb, IMDb is a, a fickle mistress. IMDb mm-hmm. gave it a 7.6. You know what? I, there's a lot to compare it to. Yes. But from the three episodes that I've seen, I would say <laughs> Chip Off the Old Clark is number one. A very 
Perry Christmas, whatever the <laughs> hell it's called, <laughs> is number two. And Illusions of Grandeur, even though my sweet man pen is there, it's going to be last. I think that's totally fair. I, I don't think this killed you. W- would you join us again for season four eventually? Does it get better? Would you join us again for season four eventually? <laughs> sure. Why the hell not? Great. Thank you very much. This um, is super fun. Super fun. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I've been Matt Truex. I have been Carolina Martinez. You want to do it? You know what to do. Folk off. Right? Did I do it right? You did it right. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> hey, bye, everybody. Bye.